0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Kooten Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted to be joined by once again, Mr. Chris Eubank Jr. How are you, Chris? Good.
0: I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada right now enjoying myself and uh, back in Florida tomorrow to start training again with Roy and uh, yeah, get back on it Just sign with a new promotional company and they're going to give me a fight ASAP. So uh, yeah, got to get back in the gym and, and ready for that.
1: Let's talk about that. You've linked up with Team Salon now. Talk to me about your decision to why you're joining up with Team Sourland.
0: Um, you know, we had a great relationship, a great uh, partnership during the World Boxing Super Series. I liked how they moved, I liked the shows that they put on, they delivered and, um, you know, I was obviously with, uh, PBC and Showtime, um, over the last two years, but, um, you know, they have a lot of fighters underneath their, their banner and, um, Especially during COVID, it's just—I guess—it's impossible for them to give everybody the attention that they need. Um, so I was in a position where I wasn't really sure when I was fighting, and you know, a lot of, st- a lot of stuff was going on. And, and uh, the Salem brothers hit us up and said, "Listen, you know, we want to—we want to put—we want to—we want to put a lot of—we uh, want to put a lot behind you and, and, and get you going. We've got these names, we've got these numbers, we've got this plan, this route." What do you think? And um, yeah, it was it was it was an offer we couldn't really refuse. So uh, very excited, very happy to now be with Team Scotland and and to see uh, you know to see what they can deliver over the next two years.
1: How has your relationship been left with Al Heyman, Chris? Great, we're, we're
0: fine. He knows that he's, he was involved in everything. We we, we spoke and he understood. And um, you know, he's not one of those. He's not. He's not like a bitter guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, now they're not with us, so you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this or that. You know, he was very understanding and and happy to uh, happy to help us with the transition. So, uh, relationship is still fine.
1: When we spoke in November, you said to me that the plan was for you to have a big fight in December. Why didn't that materialise?
0: A big fight! Oh, December last year. Yeah. Um, your guess is as good as mine, Coogan. Like I said, there's a reason why I've changed uh, promotional teams. You know, they they weren't able to give me the things that I was asking. They weren't able to. Um, you know, they weren't able to l- deliver on some of the things that you know I was expecting to deliver on, deliver on. So um, you know, we're here now when... And I'm very confident in in, in Sailand, in the Salon brothers, and, and what they can they can put in front of me over the next year.
1: The fight that was being talked about for you was the, the Charlo fight. Does your move away from them now kind of maybe put that on the back burner for a minute, you and Charlo?
0: Um, I don't think so. You know, um, Charlo's Charlo is a name that the Salem brothers. Uh, put to me you know as part of the deal um, you know all the fight, all the guys that have weight, uh, belts in the middleweight division are on the list they're on the hit list they're on the radar so um, that fight can definitely still be made it's a fight that a lot of fans are calling for um, so yeah Charlo is definitely somebody we will be, that we'll be fighting uh, within the next year or two
1: in my interview with Kala Saland, uh, only a couple of hours ago, he's pinpointed Gennady Golovkin as, as the main target, the one that you, you're going to go for to fight this year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's no secret. I wanted that fight for years and, uh, they are giving me the opportunity to, to go for him. So, um, that's a huge thing and, and, and something that, um, you know, it's a win-win. Everybody wins. The fans win uh, and, uh, and the fighters win. So um, hopefully we can get that fight on in 2021.
1: Some of the other names that Calis Allen mentioned to me were the likes of um, Liam Williams, uh, Maratta, uh and guys like this. Um, Kel Brook was mentioned by Calis Allen today. He was just kind of throwing in names of potential opponents that could see you in the ring with this year. Have these names been discussed at any point with Cal uh, um, Kel-
0: Yes. Uh, I have nothing about Kelbrook or, or uh, Williams. Um, but I need a warm-up fight. So you know, if they want to throw one of those guys in there with me, uh, you know, in the next month or so, get me warmed up for my world title fight. Then that's. You know, I would say no. I've been out of the ring for. For 13 months and my last fight was only two rounds so you know I need to shake off a little bit of the ring rust so if they want to if they want to throw me one of those guys to just you know smack about for a little bit then I'll I'll, I'll be happy to do that but the main goal is to uh, is to fight these world champions Mm -hmm. Murata is uh, has been elevated now to super champ WBA I'm WBA interim world champion um so that's a fight that it makes sense. It's a fight that I would definitely win and that I want um, That I want this year, for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's all on uh, the Salem brothers to produce the names that they've given me. And I'm sure they will.
1: Chris, do you, just going back to what you said there, you look at people like Cal Brook, Liam Williams as what would be a tune-up fight for you. Is that how you look at them fights, really? Absolutely. What, what else what else would I look at them as? Well I'm just asking, I mean they're not they they're good opponents for you, I think. Kel, Kel Brook, Liam Williams, no? No, they're great opponents for me as a warm up. Okay. Um Callis Allen also <laughs> mentioned uh, the possibility of of the Saunders rematch as well he said that obviously Saunders is still targeting that Canelo fight but that's something of interest we've obviously been speaking about this for years and years and years but um could that be a possibility for this year?
0: Um you know it's a possibility every year is it something I'm banking on or working towards? No um you know, I'm campaigning at 60, 160, at middleweight. And the only name I would really jump up to fight at, at 168 is Canelo. Um, you know, if, if they put if they put a deal together, I've been saying it for fucking years, if they put a deal together and it makes sense, then I'll take the fight. But it's not, I don't see it happening. And uh, there's, there's a lot of big names in the middleweight division, a lot of belts to be taken. So... Uh, that's where I'm at, and I cannot wait.
1: So, aside from Canelo, you're a 160-er. There's, depending on I mean, the fight, if there was a fight put to you, then you obviously would consider it. But for the moment, you're 160.
0: I mean, who, who else would I go up to fight? I mean, yes, you, you know, you talk about Saunders every time we'd speak, but, you know, at the end of the day, my goal is to become a middleweight world champion, and then you know, and that that's going to happen this year. Um, and then after that, I don't need to go up to fight Saunders. He needs to come down uh, if he wants to fight me. I don't I don't need him. Um, he needs me. He's the only he's the only one that people want to see. Uh, I'm the only one that people want to see him fight. So he would come down now if I don't have the world title and they offer me the fight at 160. That's different. Um, but I, I don't see that happening Eddie hasn't been in touch with me about it if, if they wanted that fight they would have said something by now so um, in my opinion they don't want it and uh, so I've got big to fry.
1: The only reason obviously yes you're correct I do mention it every time because it's, it's a rematch that has been talked about for, for years hasn't happened yet and I'm sure the majority of the fans would want to see that fight but like I said we've repeated ourselves on numerous occasions with this
0: Yes, we have. I cannot wait for the day when, you know, it won't have to be repeated. When I can just put it all behind. But I understand, you know, until that time comes, it's 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 always it's always a topic that's going to be going to be spoken on. But um, yeah, you know, you got to you got to at least try and find a different angle, Coogan. You know, you you got to ask different questions about it if if you're going to ask about it, you know.
1: Well, I'm asking a question that's relevant to kind of the situation. Saunders is looking at Canelo. Um but again, you've been linked with Billy Joe Saunders in a ring. Saunders
0: Saunders ain't looking at Canelo. Come on, let's 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 not let's let's be let's be uh let's be serious here for a minute, all right? Saunders ain't looking anywhere near Canelo.
1: Why do you think that then? Because the no, fight, its not
0: about thinking; fight, it's about knowing. The
1: fight from COVID—that fight was done for last May, wasn't it? If it wasn't for the COVID situation, that fight would have been—would have he got
0: Offered the fight, he turned the fight down. He said he didn't. He said he wanted ten weeks or whatever. He said to get ready, and he said eight weeks wasn't enough. Or something. he pulled himself
1: out of the running for the second fight for the for the fight that Canelo had in December.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want the fight. So, it's, you know, but it, you know,
1: it is what it is. Um, in regards to your training situation, are you going to still base yourself where you are now currently in Las Vegas with Roy Jones? Are you going to make changes there? Are you going to possibly come back home?
0: No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be training out here. Roy Jones is head coach and um, he's a country boy. He doesn't want to be away from the farm. So I have to stay at the farm um, and train with him. And I'm happy to do that. Um, now, if I have a fight in England, then that may have that may have we may have to change things. He may have to come over for a period of time um, before the fight. But outside of that, a lot of my training will be in the states. I believe. Yeah.
1: Do you anticipate your first fight with the Southlands to be in the UK, possibly?
0: It's a strong possibility, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, it depends who I fight. You know, a lot of the world champions at middleweight fight in America. So, you know, would they bring those fights over to England? Would they just keep them in America? I don't know. It's, it's, it's up to them to decide. I, I can fight anywhere. Um, I'm, I'm happy to fight in America. I want to fight in America, really, because I've I've done so much in England. So I I kind of want to be exposed to a new audience. Um, but you know, I I love fighting in England. I love fighting with in in in, the, in my home country. And you know, if they offer me a fight there, then of course I'm going to fight in. England.
1: Do you see yourself playing out the rest of your future in with Keller and Lisa Salad?
0: Listen, I, I would love that. I would love for things to go that smooth that I don't need to go anywhere else. Um, you know, I have high hopes. They've offered a lot. They've given me a lot of names. They've offered me, a, you know, great numbers and a great plan. And um, all I can do is, is hope that they deliver. I, I have a good track record with them so I don't see any reason why the things that they've said they will do uh, won't happen. Um, And if they do happen, I won't need to look anywhere else. So, um, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out this year.
1: What percentage of, of Chris Eubank have we seen, in your opinion? Like, as in the best. What have we seen? Um, I mean, you know, I've put my all into
0: a lot of these fights, but you know, I feel like I've had a new lease of life, a new, uh, a new fire has been lit. And um, that is due to the time I've spent now with Roy. So, um, you know, are you going to see a completely different fighter? No, I'm 31 years old. Uh, I can't just change who I am. But are you going to see a new and improved version of Chris Ubert Jr. Absolutely. Um, you know, the things I've been working on, the mindset that's now a part of my boxing style, um, it's, it's bigger and better than ever. So, uh, very excited to get in the ring and, and show it off.
1: All right. Well, listen, uh, I know we're a little bit pushed of time here. So, Chris, I appreciate you speaking to IFL TV as always um, and we look forward to seeing your journey And a new chapter in your career with with Team Sowerland.
0: Yes. And, um, you know, I will be back in the ring within the next
1: two to three months.
0: So um, stay tuned. 2021 is going to be massive.
1: Appreciate you, Bank. Thank you very much for talking to us. And uh, we'll definitely catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast. Sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.